you are listening to the Willpower Podcast. Welcome to the show. I am Will Holdren, and I talk with some of the most influential CEOs, entrepreneurial leaders, and thought leaders to try and reveal the secrets that has led to their success. I believe that with the right knowledge and mindset, you can do anything you set your mind to. So if you want to learn how to change your life for the better, if you want to learn how millionaires actually became wealthy, or if you want to develop and start your own business from the ground up with the right knowledge to help you, then you are in the right place because this is the Willpower Podcast. Hey. No way that we go is a one-way street. Nothing that we love is a one-day key. And if we gon' do it, we gon' do this now. And if we say we gonna, we gon' hold this down. No way How's it going, everyone? My name is Will Holdren, and I am the host of the Willpower Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, and her name is Dr. Carla Lejay. And Dr. Carla is actually a part-time EXP realtor, and she is based out of the Texas area. So it's an absolute honor to have her on here today. So Dr. Carla, thank you so much for joining me. Absolutely. Hi, Will. Excited to be here. Of course. I'm really looking forward to this interview. I love talking with realtors and kind of figuring out why they chose real estate and kind of how they got to where they are today. So this will be a fun interview. Um, so to kind of start off, I kind of want to go into your childhood a little bit. So can you kind of talk about what your childhood was like and how it helped turn you into who you are today? Yeah. So I actually grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana, um, a small town. Um, I actually went to a private school, a Catholic private school for my middle school years and uh, went to a magnet high school. And growing up, uh, I have three other sisters. Uh, my mom uh, was uh, a single mom for a while and then she married my dad and grew up in a really great family. Um, we are very family oriented, have a lot of great family members. We're huge. I'm talking about like 80 plus members, if not more than that. Um, and so everyone in my family is just very family oriented. We've always been hard workers. And just growing up, I had that work ethic already instilled with me from watching my mom work um, multiple jobs. And she also went to college for multiple years and just seeing her you know, educated and working hard is what grew me up as a, as a, um, you know, as a real estate agent as, and actually being someone that, that valued education. Gotcha. That's amazing. And so growing up, did you always want to go into real estate or you have other aspirations? No, I had other aspirations. Uh, I wanted to be a big time news anchor with big hair and just, you know, <laughs> I wanted to be on the news. Um, okay. Radio broadcasting and news uh, editing was actually my college uh, degrees. Um, I actually uh, majored in journalism and actually majored in mass comm with an emphasis in news, news broadcasting and radio. I actually did radio for a couple years and I actually did newspaper writing for a couple years. So uh, that was my track. And then all of a sudden someone said, hey, you should be a teacher. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I became a math teacher here in Dallas, Texas and um, got into real estate. I actually had a realtor that was doing really good in real estate. His name was Trent Johnson. He's also in, in Dallas, Texas as well. And uh, he was my realtor at the time. And he was like, hey, you should really do real estate. And I'm like, um, why do you think that? And he's like, you love people. You love talking. Like, this is the biz for you. And I actually got into it because of him. Wow. That is that is very crazy. And it's so amazing to me because a lot of people I have on my podcast are always like teachers or in the restaurant industry. Some, some, somehow they were like dealing with other people you know, trying to like, like talking with them, learning their personalities. And that's just like your story as well, which is super cool to see. Yeah, um, yeah, also, that's me. I also love the transitions in your story. So you had a, a comm major and then you go into teaching math and then you just make that transition into real estate because someone said you'd be good at it. Exactly. And, you know, the crazy thing about it, Will, after I finished my doctorate in education, I actually went back and got an MBA, 
Okay. So I have, I actually have five degrees. So I'm like a nerd, you know, in education world. How long were you in school for? <laughs> Lots of years. Uh, I finished school at, I started at 18, finished at 34. Yeah. And then again, I'm 40 and I went back when I was 39 to work on the MBA. So yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I guess it worked out in the long run. So it did. It did. I, I've had, I've had multiple educations and multiple jobs and everything to let, to lead me here. Yeah. yeah. So I know you were talking about before how you're doing real estate part-time. So are you still doing real estate part-time with being a professor yeah. at the same time? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So actually when I first started with uh, real estate, I was actually working as an educational diagnostician and how that works is that you're uh, basically identifying students for special education services within the education. And uh, I actually worked as a, a professor for special education classes. So I taught undergrad and grad students for uh, special education classes, those who wanted to be special education teachers. Mm -hmm. And so during that time, I worked on my real estate license at that time as well. And yeah, I finished and was still doing the uh, professor work and doing real estate at the same time and working my full-time job. That's crazy. How do you find the time to do all, all those things at once? Because I know it's, it's a lot of work for you from a realtor, it's a lot of work for you from a professor, like it's a lot of work for yeah. all that stuff. Well, so I, I don't sleep, you know, I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm also a single mom, two of two girls. And I, you know, I, I, I do it by myself. And uh, you know, they say that you should not sleep, okay, basically. If you want the dreams that you want to accomplish, you got to work hard and you got to work on it when other people are sleeping. And that's what I do. Wow. Now I'm curious. How many hours of sleep do you get at night? <laughs> you know, maybe four. Oh <laughs> maybe four. I, I go to bed at 830, but my mind is always working. So my computer is in my hand or my phone is in my hand. You know, I'm, I'm still searching for my clients. I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot of things during, you know, at the nighttime after 830. Too, gotcha. So. I love that. that is super cool too. And that's like the entrepreneurship grind at the same time where it's like, like if you want something bad enough, you just got to go out there and do it. And sometimes I mean, sacrificing a good night's sleep and just, you know, putting more effort into other activities, like, like just like you're doing right now. So that is super cool. Yeah. And um, in your opinion, like I know a lot of people struggle with time management and, um, you know, mm -hmm. dedicating, allocating time to like certain activities during the day and waking up early, going to bed early, like getting that four mm -hmm. hours sleep or something like that. So what would you recommend for them to be doing and kind of get more of an edge um, by kind of like sleeping less or just learning better time management skills? Like what would you recommend for them to be doing? That? So I'm going to say just in the real estate world, you have to get up early. Um, you cannot start your day at 10 o'clock. If you start your day at 10 o'clock, you've missed a lot of phone calls. You've missed a lot of deals. So within real estate, you want to make sure that you're waking up early and you're doing the MLS, searching for your clients. Um, you're taking phone calls, doing lead generation. Like you have to make sure that you're starting at least by 8 a.m. Okay. Um, and then again, after work, if you do work full time, like myself, after five, you want to make sure that you're actually showing houses, contacting clients, doing follow up, because that's what's going to help you make it in this business. You have to do the follow up. Um, in my organization, we have something called Breadwinners Organization. We have follow up Fridays. So making sure on Fridays you're following up with those clients that you missed during the week. So with time management, you got to make sure that everything that you have is on a on a calendar, in your planner, on your phone, whatever you use to set your schedule for the day, making sure that that part is organized. Gotcha. And yeah. one more thing, too, we typically use transaction coordinators that helps us with our transactions, like putting everything in the systems, putting contracts in the systems, contacting, doing cold calling, things like that. That will also help to uh, make sure your business is being profitable as well. Gotcha. 
And so do you have, how many transaction coordinators do you have on your team right now? At I actually have one. So one yeah. right now. Yes. Gotcha. Very cool. And so I'm kind of curious, just kind of bouncing off what you just said right there. So what does your daily schedule kind of look like? If you kind of just My daily it. schedule looks like, okay, I start, up, I get up at 530, um, okay. getting the kids ready. Uh, we have to drop them off by 715 and drop my oldest, she's in high school, by 730. Then I'm heading to work, got to be there by nine o'clock. Uh, from nine to three thirty ish, I'm working my full time job, and I have a lunch break between twelve and one. So I definitely use my lunch break uh, to work on my real estate business as well. Because again, we have an uninterrupted time between twelve and one. So I make sure that I, during that time, I'm doing something like posting to Instagram, posting to Facebook, creating a reel, uh, a video or something for my TikTok. I'm doing something between that twelve and one hour. After I get off work at three thirty. Uh, my daughter has been picked up by five o'clock, the other one by 6.30. During that time, I'm doing either uh, showing houses or I am talking to a client about what they want during that time. And then after 6.30, I'm still going to show houses. So I don't show houses after eight o'clock. So by that time, I'm, I'm hopefully at home, winding down, getting dinner ready. By 8.30, we're in the bed. So. Yes. That's awesome. You really make the most out of your day. You squeeze so much <laughs> in those little time frames. You, you got like an hour here. Like, yeah, I'm doing showings in this hour. Like, geez, that's not a lot of time to do that. But that's awesome. Yeah, you, you got to keep working in this business. Yeah, that is super inspiring. Um, and so you mentioned you've been in real estate for roughly about two years now. You've done yes. over a million dollars in sales, which is very yes. impressive for two years. Um, thank you. Like, thank what you. are you doing different than most realtors? And how are you able to get a million dollars in sales in your, in your first two years? Like I said, I do a lot of lead generation. So I make sure like within EXP Realty, we have something called property boost. So if I have a property or a listing or someone else has a listing, I will uh, post it onto the property boost. And typically it's, uh, I think three days, $45. I think up to six days is $60. Like it's very cost efficient or whatever. And during that time, it sends leads to you through your CRM. Okay. And during that time, you can follow up with them through text message, email to see exactly what do they actually want. Because typically they either want that house or they want a house that's down the street or somewhere in a, in a neighboring city. So you're doing follow up during that time. Also, making sure that I am posting my reels. Um, reels on Instagram are very popular. They will make sure that you have an audience and make sure that you have leads coming to your inbox as well. And I also make sure that I am doing some trainings, too. I recently became an EXP mentor. So I mentor other agents as well within EXP that are new agents to the business. And so making sure that I'm learning and training myself so that when it's time for me to train my mentees, they're ready to go as well. Gotcha. And so you mentioned property because I've never heard that before. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in EXP. So, um, oh, wow. Like, Look at you. Yeah, yeah. KV Core, man. So within yeah. KV Core that we have with EXP, you actually can do lead generation through uh, Property Boost. So you go into your KV core, go under listings, and there's a button there, a drop down that says property boost. And you can boost whatever listing that's there. And when you boost it, it automatically goes to Facebook, I believe, Instagram. It goes to all your social media sites. And from there, you get leads directly to KV core, your CRM within KV core. Gotcha. That seems mm -hmm. pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, is that the main thing you used to use leads on or do you buy leads or is that? So it? I, so let me tell you this. I did make the biggest mistake of my life uh, <laughs> as, a, as a new real estate agent. I did begin buying leads from a uh, different, I don't know if I can mention this, but Zillow. Um, I did $400, $400 a month 
to Zillow leads. And man, it was not worth it. I wasted a lot of money for six months. So that was $2,400 that I wasted when I could have been doing reels. When I'm telling you, reels are free through Instagram. It doesn't cost anything. TikTok is free. I've gotten so many leads from TikTok really? um, and my reels on Instagram. So as a real estate agent, you really want to create those type of platforms, even YouTube. I have, I have not yet created a YouTube channel, but I have real estate friends that have, and they always get leads from YouTube. So TikTok, Reels, and YouTube are free leads. You don't have to pay for those. Yeah, that's interesting. But I guess it's all the same, right? You just got to be able to get your message out there and kind of show people what you're doing. So Exactly. Video really works. So they want to see you on the camera. So making sure that you're talking more to your audience and they actually get to see the real you and not a picture um, is, is really beneficial to your business. Yeah. 100%. And so it, it's so cool to kind of see how much success you've had early on in your career. I mean, you're already like a mentor now for newer agents when like you're kind of a newer agent to like two years. And you know exactly. So, so that is super cool. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, obviously when you're mentoring like these newer agents, what's the number one thing that you see of why like most agents don't succeed like into, into the future? Work ethic. Work ethic. Work ethic. You know, they see HGTV, they see, you know, uh, Tarek, you know, Musa off of Flip and Flop. Um, they see a lot of real estate agents and real estate brokers and also real estate investors making money instantly. And they think that, hey, I'm going to get in and make some money too instantly. It doesn't work that way. You got to work hard. You have to be in front of your clients. You have to do lead generation. You have to post daily. A mom was like, you're always on your phone. You're always going to social media. Mom, I have to. It's my business. So most new agents do not succeed because they do not realize you are the brand. You are what will make your business successful. If you, not, if you do not represent your brand, they will not see you. If you are a secret agent behind the scenes, no one will know you that you do real estate. So you have to make sure you're in front of the camera and that you are working hard to build your business and treat it like mm. it's a business because that's what it is. Yep. Yeah, that is so true. I love what you said about being a secret agent. And there's so many people that are out there that are just scared, like post on Instagram, like that they're an agent and let people know. Like, So, so Will, I'm going to be honest with you. For six months after I had my license, I was a secret agent. I didn't post not one thing. I didn't do anything for six months. Wow. And so I really didn't start until January, what, 2021, actually, uh, building my brand, even yeah. though I had my license since July 2020. So it was, you know, it, yeah, it's, yeah, I was a secret agent. I didn't want anyone to know because I thought that, hey, I work full time. I didn't want my job to know that I was working on real estate. I was very scared to get out there. And I'm telling you, even my job loves the fact that I'm a real estate agent. They're like, hey, can you help me buy a house? You know, so, right. so using, even if you're a full time agent, using where you work, you know, to, to build leads too actually works too. Gotcha. And so during those first six months when you were kind of a secret agent, like, did you mm -hmm. struggle like getting like, sales done in the first six months or like? I did. I didn't, I didn't make not one sale. I didn't do wow. anything. When I say I didn't do anything, like I didn't do trainings. <laughs> I didn't do anything for six months. Like I said, my uh, mentor at the time, his name is Trin Johnson. He actually kept pushing me. He's like, Carla, hey, where, what you doing? What's going on? And so, you know, like I said, he was the reason why I got into real estate. And he's the reason why I've done so well in the business because of the pushing and the motivation. And I also had another mentor within um, EXP named Daryl Anderson. He's out of Houston, Texas. He was far away, but every single transaction he was a part of and making sure that I knew the language and knew, you know, the contract forms, you know, knew everything I need to uh, make sure my clients win their offers. So having the mentorship is very important when you're a new agent. 
and making sure you you pick the right sponsor and the right mentor within EXP. Gotcha. That, that is super inspiring to see someone like you who like for six months, like struggled to get a single sale and just flip the switch. And then a year and a half, you do over yes. a million dollars in sales. Like that's, that's inspiring to see. It is. It is. And you have to be, and I'm going to add one more thing too. You have not, you, you, you can't be afraid to work on every single transaction. You have some real estate agents that don't do rentals. They're like, no, I'm not going to do a rental. Your rental clients will turn into buyers years from a year from now. You know, I have I have rentals I did when I first began that are now my buyers. So making sure you work on every single transactions, whether it's apartments, rentals, um, selling homes, residential, all of that. Do all do every single transaction. Don't just limit yourself as a new agent. Just because you see your mentor working on million dollar homes does not mean you have to as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, you never know what, where like where a lead can come from. So they might know someone you don't know, and that's just the important part about it. just every person you meet can become a new lead down the road at some point. Word of mouth. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Um, so obviously, like in the last year, the market's been kind of crazy. It's definitely been a seller's market. Houses are going for thousand dollars over listing price, which is kind of crazy. Um, so what are you kind of like teaching agents, or what are you doing, and like how do you kind of, you know, kind of secure. Uh, buyer agents like like how you help them secure houses with like how hard this market is because obviously it's it's so hard to like get a deal done with how many uh, offers come in so like what are you doing to kind of have your have your offer win that house so you have to be realistic with your clients um if your client does not have the cash to put up in this business in this market it's not going to be successful for them so making sure your clients are well versed on what this market is doing and how crazy it is because right now there's offers being 80,000 over asking price, 50,000 over asking price. And a lot of buyers are waiving the appraisals. And also some of them are waiving the inspections. They're doing everything possible to win these offers. And you got to understand too, a lot of investors are coming with cash, ready to buy it. You know, $300,000 homes, $400,000 homes, 500,000 cash. So making sure they are realistic and understand that me serving as your buyer agent, I will make sure that we have the best offer that we can put forward, but I need to make sure you have cash in the bank because again, that's how they're winning. You know, they're, when you waive the appraisal, you have to be prepared to pay what it does not appraise for. So if it appraises for 350,000, but the house is listed for 400, you have to be ready to pay that 50,000 cash, you know, ready to go. And your loan will not go over that appraisal amount. Does that make right. sense? No, yeah. So making sure you're realistic with your buyers um, and making sure they have the cash in the bank and they're ready to go. If they're not ready to go, just wait a couple, six months until they build the cash to go. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen people waving their, like, their inspections and appraisals as well. And it just seems super risky to me, but I guess it's like- It's very risky. <laughs> it, it is very risky because when this market does change and go back to normal, you really don't have any equity because you basically threw your equity out the window when you went 80,000 over asking, you right. know? So- Luckily, some the market is coming down a bit. I am seeing some clients win um, offers without going so much over asking. But again, you still have to be prepared in certain markets in certain cities. Right. And yes, yeah, so that can lead to my next question. So do you see the market changing anytime soon? I mean, I know the Fed just raised it in the interest rates a little bit, but do you see it changing anytime soon? No, I see the house prices uh, skyrocketing. I see interest rates going up. Um, I do not see it changing within the next two years at all. And you have a lot of buyers saying, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Don't wait. Do not wait. You know, especially if it's especially if it's new construction. If it's new construction, you have to jump on it now 
because some of these builders are raising the price 10,000 every Monday, every Monday. And so if you don't get in right now, it, it, you're, you're going to miss out and you're going to be, you're going to miss out on this market. Yep. Housing prices are going fat, going up faster than gas prices at this point. I mean, it's, it is crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, so before we run out of time, actually a couple more questions for you. Um, so one, so kind of like looking at your future, like what are some of your big goals that you hope to get accomplished in like the next couple of years? So my biggest goal, so I just recently bought a townhouse. Um, I do want to flip it into an Airbnb. So I would love to have Airbnbs in three different cities. So I would love to have one in Florida, one in Georgia and here in Dallas, Texas. So that is my goal over the next couple of years. Also, I want to make sure that I have mentored at least 20 agents over the next couple of years, you know, getting people in this business because EXP is a great model. And I really want to make sure I share that with people that are currently in real estate or um, just brand new coming to the business because EXP is blowing up. You know, right now we have 76,000 agents. It's amazing. So I want to make sure that I continue as an EXP mentor and also continue to build my brand and also continue to um, crash into the Airbnb model. That's gotcha. what I want to do. I love that. And then my next question for you is, do you have like a favorite real estate book or any book in general you would recommend for new realtors or entrepreneurs to read? Yes, I do. Actually, do I have one right here? Uh, hold on just one second. Let me see if I have one right here that I actually do recommend. But anything by Tom Ferry, um, anything by, uh, let's see, Grant, Grant Cardone. I love him. Um, and also The Listing Boss, uh, Haas Pratt. I think, hope, hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Listing Boss is an amazing book and it will help you get listings and learn the lingo towards getting listings. Gotcha. So those are my top three people I say, you know, to follow. Gotcha. I'll have to check that one out there. I've never heard Oh, of and then one more thing too, Brian Colhane. Uh, I am part of his downline and, and he's amazing. The trainings are amazing. So anything that Brian Colhane produces will produce for you as well. So awesome. I love that. <laughs> All right. Uh, and before we hop off, is there anything else that you would like to say? And if people want to reach out to you, how can they find you? Oh, they can find me on Instagram. So again, I am Keys and Hand Realty Group on Instagram, Facebook, as well as TikTok. And so you can reach out to me. My number is 817-225-8198. And you can reach me there if you are looking for a home. Awesome. All right, guys, there you have it. Dr. Carla Lee J. Thank you so much for joining me today. You're very welcome.